Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Chocolate Puma podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma. And here we are rolling into the last week of Black History Month. So it's with great sadness that for the last time in 2020 on this podcast that we shall link arms, break into a celebratory swag, sir, as the Black National Anthem plays. And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blicking black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black. Yo, I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blicking black, 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 black. All right, so this is going to be a blackity black episode. So if you get uncomfortable with that, well, them shits is tough. First things first, before we get to the heaven of blackness, we must first explore the hell. And I guess that's just my flowery way of saying we got some sad news before we get into the fun stuff. Uh, I want to say condolences to Katherine Johnson. Many of you know her from the film Hidden Figures. She was a dope-ass mathematician and physicist. And I'm pretty sure that's the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. In a time when women, let alone black women, were not given a chance to be literal rocket scientists, Miss Johnson contributed in her own little way by, I don't know, calculating trajectories, launch windows, and emergency return baths. So, you know, she was a pretty big damn deal. So rest easy, you goddess of astral travel. The world was better having had you here. Secondly, this weekend, Deontay Wilder shamed the ancestors with his performance. Come on. You cannot, in Black History Month, get into Jack Johnson's ring and get your ass whooped the way he did. My God, Tyson Fury came out there and beat him like he stole something. He beat him like he had rent money due on the first and Wilder had it in his back pocket. Like, if you're going to lose, nobody's going to besmirch you for losing to a 6'9 monster. But dude, at least look like you were somewhat prepared. Whew, okay. Well, on to some of the positive. And I promise, it might not sound positive, but I promise you, it is positive. Um, being black is awesome. And I think that just needs to be stated. I have tons of friends who wear their, you know, I love being Irish, uh, Italians do it better style signage. Um, so I think that it just needs to be stated more that being black is awesome, being black is beautiful, it's needed, it's necessary. And it's needed because it's not taught enough to the point, or I should say appreciated enough to the point, that if you Google the word beautiful, of the first hundred images, four are of black people. Three are of the same little girl. Uh, how do I know? I actually Googled the word beautiful and counted. So someone who was on the outside looking in would obviously assume that, of course, the black beauty was inferior to the white beauty. In fact, I feel like it's permeated so much through society that it's almost like offensive to some people if you don't agree with them in their uh, assessment of beauty. I once had a co-worker who saw Serena Williams on TV in the break room, and she looks at me and just goes off about how she is ugly, Brian. She is just ugly. 
and then spends a few minutes just trying to convince me to believe that Serena Williams was ugly. It, it's as if she needed her assertion, her very wrong assertion, by the way, to be validated by a black person. I, however, was lucky enough to have mothers, have a mother and sisters who were quite instrumental in me not only knowing, feeling, believing that black is beautiful, uh, they were very instrumental in me reading and learning things that were not taught by the school in regards to African-American history. Uh, Baldwin said it best in regards to American history and black people. When I was growing up, I was taught in American history books that Africa had no history, and neither did I. That I was a savage, about whom the less said the better, who had been saved by Europe and brought to America. And of course, I believed it. I didn't have much choice. Those are the only books there were. Everyone else seemed to agree. If you walk out of Harlem, ride out of Harlem, downtown, the world agrees. What you see is much bigger, cleaner, whiter, richer, safer. And it would seem then, of course, that it's an act of God, that this is true, that you belong where white people have put you. It seems to me that of all the indictments Mr. Baldwin has made of America. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking. You will inevitably come to me and say, but Brian, it's unfair for the blacks to have a month to themselves. And I, to them, I say this. March is National Women's History Month, Irish American Heritage Month, May, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, Older Americans Month, Jewish American Heritage Month, June, Gay and Lesbian Pride Month, September, uh, well, split between September and October is National Hispanic Latino Heritage Month. There's in October, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, National Italian American Heritage Month, November has National American Indian Heritage Month. Now, you might be asking, how did you find out this super secret info? Google. Took me about nine seconds. Wild, huh? So yes, everyone does have a month. But, because black people historically don't get the shine that we deserve in this country, and that's something I will not debate. You can go argue with your mama. It becomes a problem when your kids have to learn about someone that isn't Martin Luther King Jr. So, yeah, this kind of turned into a rant, but here we are. Uh, I guess the whole synopsis of this episode, black is beautiful, teach your kids, and don't argue with me, go argue with your mama. Uh, all right. Well, next week, join me back here when I will probably rant about something wrestling related or I will continue my efforts to become a corporate shill for Nike. Phil Knight, if you are listening to this, I am waiting. Your boy can be had for the low, low price of some Space Jam 11s. <laughs> if you have any comments, um, questions, things I should podcast about in the future, don't forget to hit me up on the show's podcast, uh, on the show's email address, excuse me, thepumapod at gmail.com. Um, so until next time, y'all be easy. Peace.